I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glovers Cast. Joining me on this episode is Mr. Ben Barrett. Good evening. And back from, I don't know how long this hiatus has been, two weeks, three weeks? Maybe Feels like weeks. forever, doesn't it, since <laughs> I've been here. And I just say, last seven days, I've, I've, I've had uh, zero uh, time to think about your hometown, so I've got absolutely nothing to contribute. So I'm just going to sit here on mute and listen to you guys, if that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can contribute. I mean, firstly, wh- where have you been, Dave? Everyone where wants to know, yeah. What, what... <laughs> no one wants to know. <laughs> Nobody cares. No. Uh, well, I've been in Swindon, or just outside of Swindon, and I show last uh, Friday was very hot. Uh, I think if there's a place to go where you want to get really hot on a really hot day it is uh, like a completely exposed piece of ground like an airfield um and then i've been in woking the double tree hilton in woking uh, i wasn't with darren Sahl, um and i didn't egg his car either but um yeah i did uh, i did go past the ground a couple of times so i obviously you know booed out the window at them so <laughs> didn't see luke wilkinson or anything. Shushed. he gave it the jordan yeah. barnett shushing exactly yeah. shushing the stadium that's it. Yeah. And the stadium didn't say a word. So they were obviously, <laughs> it was obviously, uh, listen to what I said. It was but probably yes. bricking it. Yay. Bricks, bricks and mortar. 
I, I get it. Scared. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, no. They've got it. Catch up here. Come on. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> I got it, Ben. It's just not yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it was funny, but I did get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have gone with something like, oh, the couldn't stand Dave. The working couldn't stand Dave. Uh... There you go. I, and yeah. as I went past, my, my, my colleague who's in the car with me, who knows nothing about football, went, that's a big stand, isn't it? What happened to the rest of it? <laughs> and that, that is the first impression you get of Woken. It's like they yeah, spent, oh, they blew their budget on that one stand. Uh, Premier uh, League stand and yeah, then conference self surroundings. Exactly, yeah. They've got nothing else, but there we go. But I didn't know. <laughs> no familiar faces. Um, I thought I saw Robin Batchelay going in once or twice, but he's probably just camped outside anyway, I'd have thought. So. <laughs> You're right, Ben. <laughs> I did promise I'd stop mentioning Robin at one point, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> I think he enjoys it, really. Um, what do you make of Ben's prediction that Alex Fisher is going to be the next Marcus Stewart? Well, I, 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 that's, is that what I said? Is that what I said? Is that what I said? Well, or did I say that Read in between Stewart... the lines, he could become a Marcus no, I, Stewart. No, I didn't. No, no. There is no Ruben reading between the lines. I was going to say that they're, they're, they're reading between the lines probably more to the point here. I it? simply yeah. said that Marcus Stewart could make him better. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Make make a uh, thirty. What is he? Thirty-two. Alex Fisher. You can teach an old dog new tricks. It's fine. You're never too you're never too old to learn. Oh right. Okay. Going to teach him how to score goals. Yeah. There you go. Well. There you yeah. Go. It, um, uh, but what do, what do I what do I make of it? I, I I think I put on a WhatsApp group at the time, didn't I? Did, I did, did that conversation. I was listening to it as um, uh, I think I was commenting to you guys <laughs> yeah, on the WhatsApp were, yeah. as I was listening to it. But it certainly uh, sent back deja vu of uh, Ruben Reed's um, Ruben Reed's arrival. So yeah, I can say I will be judging Alex Fisher on goals. But uh, yeah, I can I will put that on the record here and now. There is. But I do think no, I do. I, I do think that um, Ru, uh, not Ruben Reed, he's gone. Forget about him, Dave. Um, <laughs> but Alex Fisher, alongside someone like like I've not seen Malachi Linton, Malachi Malachi, Malachi Linton. I've not seen him play, but he's a player that I'm quite looking forward to seeing. And he's a player that I think that if he could get the right kind of partnership with someone like Alex Fisher, he could be, he seems like he could be pretty good. Does that sound, you've seen him a couple of times, Ian, is he? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, let's, let's talk about Exeter because I think having watched them against Taunton on a horrible slopey pitch, uh, comparing that with what was, um, on display against Exeter on a very pristine pitch um, against a far superior opposition who, you know, tried to play football and, you know, they were a good team. I thought we did, we did really well. It was quite an improvement on Tuesday night. Um, and yeah, there was, there was signs of a good partnership building between Fisher and Linton. I think one of the, there was a moment in the first half where Fisher sort of chested it through and, Linton just like sort of ran onto it and he couldn't quite get there before the keeper picked it up. Um, but he's, they definitely look like they'll complement each other because Linton's not, he's quick, he's big, but he's not, you know, he's not right. so big that he's slow. Right. So he's quite a quick player as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think there's definite, 
signs there. But the, I mean, the real thing, the real noticeable thing is how organized we are defensively. Um, and that sort of the, the three in the at the back with the wing backs. I mean, I know we've signed Jory Johnson this week um, after his trial, but it looks like a back five that has been playing together for quite a while. And I know, you know, the core three have been, you know, they've, they've been at the club for what? So the moment. core three is Hunt, Staunton, Williams. Williams, I'm yeah. catching up, like I say. So yeah, yeah. So Williams, the right side of the three, Staunton in the middle and Hunt on the left. Is that um, right? Would you not? Would you not have William? I don't know. I'm just thinking of him as being a left back. Would you not have him on the left side yeah. of the three? Well, he's right footed. Right. Okay. <laughs> and he's definitely played on the right side. I mean, you've you've got the manager's number. You take it up with him. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't reply to me anymore. Anyway. So yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So and I think, you know, I, I thought Jory Johnson did okay against Taunton without setting the world alight. He got into some good positions, but I think he, you know, but for a couple of errors, which you can probably expect against a League One team, um, he looked a lot more comfortable and confident on Saturday, in my opinion. Clearly he's done a lot in the training sessions as well, because obviously to, to get a deal, to get a deal over the line, to get a year, must have done quite a lot right sort of throughout the course of the Pre-season, it feels like our back line is now, in terms of a starting position, kind of done. Record one side, Kiori Johnson, Chiori Johnson on the other side, and then the trio in the middle. Feels like we're kind of there in terms of a starting lineup. Yeah, and I don't know if it feels, you know, I don't know how rigid we'll be with that and whether that's going to be how we set up all the time, but there's no reason to, you know, think that could quickly turn into a back four with Josh Staunton stepping up into that holding role and, you know, maybe a diamond <laughs> because Knowles was very much a number 10 on Saturday behind Linton and Fisher. And at some points he was much further up. Linton's got a lot of running in him. So does Alex Fisher and Knowles was the highest player at some point. So that front three, I think will be a little bit, fluid um and we'll move around a bit um but yeah i think i think on on balance you know it was a scorching day it was unbelievably hot <laughs> so the conditions for you know both teams to play in was um not easy uh but i think both gave a good account of themselves i think exeter played some nice stuff at points but but for the the goal was a bit of a a mishap from max hunt um that they scored from but i think yeah, reasons to be optimistic, especially Tom Knowles' absolute Tom Knowles goal. Like, <laughs> picks the ball up outside the box, glides past a defender. Looked like one of their defenders was just walking as he, like, just <laughs> ran away from him. And, yeah, classic, like, is he right-footed, is he left-footed, just smashes it in the bottom corner with his left foot. And, yeah, very good. How did uh, how does Sam Perry do? Sort of, uh, we we know that he made, he met his teammates with about five minutes to go before the Taunton game. So obviously he's had a few training sessions and uh, had been involved a little bit. How did he get on? Yeah, okay. Didn't do anything overly sort of noticeable. And I wonder if there's a without comparing him to Dale Gorman. I wonder if there's a touch of the type of player who don't overly notice when he's in the team 
but you'll notice when he's not in the team that things might not move so nicely. I think I think we do need, you know, obviously Lawson Diaz was still out, so there's still that need for perhaps someone who likes to get a bit further forward maybe from the midfield, but at the same time with, with Noel's higher up, it's pretty much a front three anyway. Um, maybe he's quite happy to have you know runners in Perry and Worthington in there because obviously we know Worthy will just run and run and run and run. Do you think having those two in the middle then frees up the wing backs? Is that why we're going with the wing backs to allow Johnson and Record and whoever may replace them at different points just to have the freedom to go to run to try and whip crosses in to try and get beyond defenders and and make things happen? Maybe. I think Record definitely likes to get forward and Johnson does as well. I, I, if anything, I think probably that back three gives them the licence to roam. I think Worthy's quite a safe player anyway, isn't he? He's not the type of player to go bombing on when he doesn't need to. So I think you're always going to have like a, a solid three at the back and then maybe one or the other in front. But, like you know, Williams and Hunt both played 90 minutes on... Yeah, Saturday and you know Williams looks just as fit as ever. Um, it's quite remarkable, really, when you think about when we signed him. And Darren Sale said he had one leg longer than the other, <laughs> and we didn't really know what was going to happen. And he's just an absolute machine. I yeah, phenomenal. Good. In terms of other options, that we I'm, I'm I'm just trying to write this down. Like I say, I am trying to catch up on what's happened in the last seven days. So so we had uh, Grant Smith in goal, Williams, Staunton, Hunt, Johnson, Record, Worthington, and Perry in the middle. Then not kind of Knowles, Linton, and Fisher as a sort of front three ish kind of with Knowles behind them. So yeah. that le- yeah. So that leaves us with uh, Wakefield, Diaf, and Hulbert, as <laughs> I think we're going to call him. Uh, on the on the bench, am I right? Or and and of the others, uh, imagine Stevens, Hayes, Max Evans on there as well. Yeah, that that doesn't feel too bad, does it? You know, I know we've got loans to add in there as well, and presumably they'll start to appear. And we've only got a couple of weeks left now, haven't we? So you expect to see them, but that that kind of feels all right to me. And can put when to think about where we where we were. If it was Scunthorpe on Saturday, not Plymouth, I'd be okay. I feel like yeah. we can put a we could put a, a, a 16, 15 together and and be happy to go into that game. So um it's a good start. The one thing we've always said, isn't it, is that um strength, strength in depth hasn't been there. And when we spoke to to to, to the manager, he wanted an, an eleven v eleven. That's what he wanted, wasn't it? He wanted the ability to put on full matches in training and, and we need to get to twenty two. We're not there yet. Um you can supplement. We know that um a couple of the youngsters were part of pre-season training, Benjani and uh uh, Graziano have done bits and pieces with the first team and may have been involved in sort of that that first friendly against Sherbourne. So there might be bits and pieces to to sort of add into that group. But as a, as a flat sixteen person squad that we're going to need to start the season with, that's about as I solid do, a position as you can get in. I do think we. I'm not sure how much we'll see of Stevens and Haste. No, you could see uh, them I, being loaned. Yeah, I think, I mean, Haste has something about him. I think in that taunting game, he was up against a massive striker. And this striker, I think he was an older, experienced guy. And he sort of tried to push him about a bit. And at one point he did. But then like 30 seconds later, the ball comes up to this striker. And Haste is like right in at him, like, and 
you know, pushing himself about. So he's not afraid of a, um, you know, he's not afraid of getting stuck in. I don't think physicality is a thing, but, you know, there'll be those errors that young players make that, you know, we maybe don't want to take those risks on. Um, but he's been coming in at left back for record. So um, record looks fit and physical and, you know, sort of the antithesis of Mark Little um, at left back. So I think, you know, I think hopefully we can rely on him to get a lot of games. I mean, record looks like a football league player. He looks like a player who's played hundreds of games in the football league rather than uh, any sort of uh, kind of like the Carl Dickinson type player who's making his way down. He looked, you know, you'd think of him as that type of player, but he's, you know, he's not, he hasn't played that many games in the football league. And there's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased we've got him. I think he's going to be a really important part of the team. Of any of the other, of any of the other trialists that you've seen, were there any that you keep? Matt Buse, if he's still about? Um, Saturday, I suppose. Well, I thought he did, he did well against Taunton, but he didn't see a lot of the ball against Exeter, really. So it was hard to judge him on, you know, in that kind of game. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe playing against Taunton is his level rather than playing against League One. I mean, it's probably closer to his level. Um, but yeah, he didn't get a lot of the ball against... He didn't do the same as he did against Taunton, so... Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's been around, hasn't he? But I don't know if he's... There's a couple of rumours that he's gone now, isn't there? But I don't Didn't know. pop up anywhere, though, have you? No. He's gone no. somewhere. You'd assume he's popped up somewhere. Um, and who else? Stanley. I'm not even going to attempt the surname. Um, Stan. Stano. He looked to have a bit about him. He didn't see much of the ball, though. You know, that's the thing when you're playing against Exeter, is they pretty proficient at keeping the ball and at sort of 70 minutes, 80 minutes in the heat. Um, it's a bit the, the energy levels were low. Um, but he looked to have something about him. Don't really know. It's hard to say. All these trialists, I mean, last season, the trialists came and went before we'd even identified them, didn't they? But hmm. um, still dream. Do you still dream about Harlan? Bayo? <laughs> That ridiculous one, the the one that I think it was the Irish guy that you took a photo of, and people were adamant that it was this guy from Burton. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But he had a much. It looked like he'd like aged about five years in the yeah, time yeah. that um, he'd had his picture taken of signing for Burton. <laughs> so it's definitely not him. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the other other trial. Oh, Shane um, Dalling was the centre forward who um, played in that game against Stratford and was never seen again. Yeah, Pierre Pierre Foncou. Yeah. He's, he's oh, what the one? Sorry, you yeah. had this soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he's played twice. Uh-huh. I don't know. He looks the part, but didn't get much of the ball. Didn't really do a lot. No, but Jack Jack uh, Ev- Evans Jack Evans. The Swansea lad. Yeah, if it is him. <laughs> yeah. If. Um, he did okay against Taunton. Hard to say, really. That exit that when they came on, it was these preseason games after that sort of 60, 70 minutes. There's no real flow at all because the teams change up so much. Um, there was a new centre back who came on the left side. Um, 
Charlie C, was it? Yeah, we don't know who. Not sure who he is. No, even Twitter doesn't know who that is. And if, even I mean, Twitter. Twitter knows everything. Yeah. Have, have you asked Elon Musk? Uh, he's not involved anymore, is he? <laughs> and gonna, he's like flogging gonna, Bitcoin now, isn't he? And they're going to sue him to make him buy. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, I think so. That sounds that's like a that's good a, way to start, doesn't it? That's America, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, you know, see what happens at Plymouth. Um, but I think there's, you know, there are sprouts there that are not not Christmas sprouts, but sprouts say, of... it's Christmas already. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the start of something, it feels like. But like we've, you know, we can't get too optimistic. We need more. The manager says we need more. Let's hope we get some more. Get some more. Yeah. Some more sprouts. Well, yeah. Bring on the sprouts. Maybe some buttered parsnips as well. It's all right. We've already got the um, uh, Sam Cranberries in midfield. Oh, God. Right. Stop him. Quick. Talk to something. Talk about something else quickly. <laughs> That's Exeter. So, Kiori Johnson, we're, we're happy with him. Chiori. Chiori Johnson. <laughs> Ben's planted that seed and now he it's has, yeah. I know. Kiora. <laughs> Chiori. We're happy um, with him. Would he be a starter? Well, we haven't got any other right backs, so... So we've got well. Sprouts for the sides. He's yeah. the starter. Who's the main <laughs> dessert? <laughs> um, yes, I think... Well, yeah, I, I think we've got to be happy. We've got National League experience. Came through the Arsenal Academy. Oh, so more could you want, yeah. Must have something about him. Is, he's like, is he the second coming of Luke Ayling? That's what I'm... Oh... <laughs> I think Luke Ayling had had a lot less experience when he arrived, didn't he? But yeah, he was came straight from Arsenal, didn't he? Luke yeah, Ayling? he did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know a fullback who likes to get forward can carry the ball. Started building relationships with those players. I think it, it, it's a good thing. I don't think he's Dan Moss. Dan Moss was a lot more physical, but. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it from what I've seen. Okay. That'll do for me. That'll do for me. Only a one-year deal. It's one of them where we kind of think, okay, I hope I hope if it does turn out, if he is the if he is the second coming of Luke Ayling, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call you out on that fact like you called me out on my uh, Marcus Stewart <laughs> comment earlier. Um but if he is You just then, did. But I just yeah, but he's I only just said it and you're calling him out on it already. Second not calling him out on his on his comment that compares it to the Marcus Stewart comment from earlier. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my comments are always tongue-in-cheek, Ben. But you genuinely think Alex Fisher is going to be the next Marcus Stewart. <laughs> he's going to play the tape. He's going to go to Ipswich and score 30 goals next season in the Premier League. Like. The, somebody, <laughs> somebody replay the tape. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Sorry, sorry. I hope I hope if he is the next uh, the next Luke Ayling that we uh, are aware of that early on and that we get him signed up for longer. I think is what I was trying to say. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any uh, anything else off the back of Exeter that's worth talking about. But it was um, yeah, I don't think there is. It was a it was a good game. It was an enjoyable preseason friendly. Um, they brought a few people up. They enjoyed themselves, the Exit fans. It's hot. Very hot. To what? Um, I don't mind. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about the heat, to be honest with you. Um, I've been okay. 
So Plymouth uh-huh. on on Saturday. Yes, Plymouth on a, Saturday. Should be another uh, decent game day. Oh, what did they do last season? Didn't they challenge at the top of League One? Aren't they? What did they? What did they do I think last? They season? did all right. Yeah, they're yeah. um, they were certainly. Uh, did they? Were, were they not the side that missed out on the final day? Because somebody uh, let them over, like overleaped them. Overleaped. That's not a word. <laughs> that is not a word. Um, on the final day, they needed to win to stay in the playoffs. Didn't and dropped out of the playoffs at the expense of somebody else. They finished. We have, we have all the information. <laughs> they yeah. did finish seventh. Yeah, Wickham. Yeah. Great w- knowledge. Wickham pipped them to it. Um, yeah, I think from listening to some of the uh, Exeter types at the weekend, they were all sort of, I think they're looking forward to that Plymouth game. Um, but I think they see, yeah, I think Plymouth are going to be a strong proposition this year. And obviously they've got one of our ex-players in the middle of midfield. Or right back. Is he right back now? Or Joe Edwards, are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Does he play right, right back, back for them? I think he's right back, yeah. yeah. Got them Bray on his back. I'm not having him right back. No, not, not anymore. No. Not anymore. I'm just having a look through their team to see if there's anybody else I really recognise from them. There's not, but that, that probably... Matt Butcher? He played for oh, us, yeah, he was one of ours, wasn't he? Yeah, was he one that we had on loan? Was he yeah, Accrington or something like that? Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. He went to Accrington, I think, didn't he, for a bit? Yeah. They've also got a fantastic under-18s manager who can get a job anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Checking he's going to play. <laughs> play? Yeah. Put himself I don't in. Know. Back, I'm sure he'd back himself against anybody. Back fit after missing out on the Legends game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. They also yeah. have uh, yeah. They also have retired their number eleven, sh- uh, their number twelve shirt. Sorry, um, for their supporters, the Green Army. So there you uh, go. Don't, they, don't like that. They've got they've got a Facebook page, haven't they? The Green Army. <laughs> a Plymouth Argyle Facebook page. Yeah, so I don't. I get. I don't know what to expect. It's, it's going to be a good test. Another good test, I think. Um, it's hard to, it's really hard to gauge, I think, from these pre-seasons. Like, if we were losing 6-0, 7-0, then you'd be like, oh, God. Um, like Wilston. Yeah, but we look organised, we look um, fit. So I think we just need to, I don't know, until we start, you know, until that Scunthorpe game, and they're going to be a bit of a basket case, aren't they? We don't really know... I don't think we really know where we are. No. Fit and organised, and then the rest will follow, hopefully, which I think is an improvement on where we were last year because we kind of had that organisation, but we lost a load of players. We lost you know, some of our players who are going to be key players through injury, didn't we, before? I mean, the only one at the moment is Diath, who I kind of think is looking at looking at how we've, set up I think he is going to be quite a key player um, I think we yeah he's kind of going to be that glue between the defensive and midfield because if there's one thing that we've sort of one thing I've noticed is we are trying to play out but that 
gap between the midfield doesn't doesn't quite bridge. It's not they're not quite bridging the defense of the attack at the moment. But again, they've played two games together in the middle of Worthington and Perry, so can't be too harsh just yet. What's the concern about his injury, Diaz? I know the manager said a couple of times that it doesn't sound like it's not. It's just um, precautionary. I mean, if we didn't see him play against Plymouth, should we? I, I'd say it'd be a cause for little concern. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't really give much away. I think they just want to be careful with him, maybe because of you know his injury record and his injury history. But he doesn't. Looks like he's been. I'm sure he's been about. Maybe it's just not the physical contact stuff. He's been. He looked all right. He hopped over the guardrail at Taunton. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably what injured him. Yeah. Well, he was injured before that. He aggravated himself. Yeah. The one thing I, I do wonder where Charlie Wakefield's going to fit in this system. He came on at wing back. Did he? Uh, yeah. And he, you know, I don't think Charlie Wakefield's a wing back. No. Um, and it might just have been, you know, a case of a few minutes under the belt and getting him in on the pitch. But you know, does he is he third choice in the strikers behind Fisher and um, Knowles. Linton, or is he? You know, does he uh, him and Knowles interchangeable? I think there's an element of where does he fit in. I think he'll fit in anywhere really. He's that you know he's that type of player, but. Yeah, he's not a sure. We don't seem to be set up to have him as a surefire starter in this current. <laughs> it's not a prodigy a, reference. A um, surefire starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this current formation, to me, I can't believe though that Charlie Wakefield would have signed on for another year if his conversation with Chris Hargreaves was, well, we'll kind of put your right wing back. We'll kind of get you going a bit. We'll see where you fit and we'll go from there. Uh, he would have been the last one to go. He probably had other options. I imagine the conversation was, here's my plan for you. Here's where you're playing. I think you're going to have to be really important for us this year. I think we'll see more of Charlie Wakefield than plenty of others throughout the course of this season. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're right. But if Linton and Fisher hit the ground running, mm, yeah, true. Um, you don't change it, do you? You think that there's um, from what you've seen. I know I'm asking you to just do some two preseason friendlies, but <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a lot. But d- d- is there any sign that he could change the system? Which obviously sticking going with. Free, he, um, he stayed. He stayed with a bat. He stayed in that kind of shape. Yeah. One thing he did, so the first half of Taunton, Linton was through the middle and Knowles and Dominic something were wingers. Oh, yeah. McHale, was it, Dominic? McHale? Yeah, and then it, at halftime he changed it and had a front two um, with Knowles in behind, I think. Um, so it kind of, he might change it that way. You know, maybe he'll bring on Wakefield and have Wakefield... Like, wide in a front three rather than a sort of narrow front three um yeah so that's the only real change but i think you know a lot of people like the flexibility with a five three two because you can easily change it and if you've got staunton who's a midfielder who plays in midfield as well you can easily make that switch i would have thought 
Thoughts on Olivia Ulbert? You saw him <laughs> on for the first time on Saturday, am I right? Obviously, uh, that's what he was called. He's, a, he's immediately... I've not even seen the guy kick a ball. He's immediately better when you say it in a French accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked a bit... Looked a bit... Um, he's quite small. Um, didn't... Again, came on when all these crazy changes were happening and didn't get a lot of the ball. He had a decent opportunity, dropped him in the box, and then it kind of looked like the exit of defence... The goalkeeper kind of just sliced it to each other and cleaned up, but got in a decent area. Um, yeah, hard to hard to judge Olivier just yet. Très bien. <laughs> <laughs> what else has happened this week? Is that it? Nothing. No. I don't know. I haven't been here. I, I see. I, I had a company's house update. I see Stuart is officially. Yeah, on company's house now. That's it. He's there. Yeah. So, so that's, Alan, that's good. Yeah. He was uh, he was telling us the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. He's got a birthday coming up next month as well. Oh, <laughs> I like I like that occupation. Retired. That's a good <laughs> occupation. I, I will go for that as an occupation. Yeah. <laughs> occupation yeah. retired. Yeah. Yeah. Retired. Well, you've earned it after this week, Dave. Yeah. Did you did you get the ex prime minister in a typhoon or was that someone else? No, that was someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he, he's just like shit hours in now that bloke, isn't he? He's like, I'm going out, so I'm just gonna do everything now. But that, I, I, that was I'm nothing not sure. to do with me. I'm not sure you can call him an ex prime minister yet. I think he has to be interim no. or something. Yeah, yeah. Caretaker. Well, he's still clinging on with his nails, Prime Minister, isn't he? But no, I, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I uh, I, I announced a £2.35 billion pound, uh, funding package, though, So, but nothing to do with the Oval Town, I'm afraid. But if, if Scott wants me to announce that, then I, I do have the uh, I have the comms material for it. So just, uh, you know, give me a, give me a call. Yeah. I'm sure there's something else he can flog, so uh, I'm sure he can find the money from somewhere. It's got to be something in there. I'm sure the uh, I'm I'm sure you would much prefer the uh, money of the 2.3 billion rather than the comms material. Yeah, exactly. That goes well, along with it. Going to say, there's only so much I can do with these kind of things. Yeah, I don't have any I don't have any taxpayers' dollars behind me or, or pounds behind me. So, no. <sighs> okay. Well, with that we've in mind, questions. we've got questions, haven't we? Yeah, we do. We do have questions. We've got quite a few questions. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're missing us. I think so too. Before we do the questions, Ben, was there something you wanted to do yes. or do you want to yes, do it do now? now? So anyone who's been with the Glovers cast for a year or more will know that at the start of last season, we did a big season preview. Ian wasn't on that particular episode because he was on one of his 17 holidays for the year. So Dave and I, we ran through our one to 24 and we ended with a bit of a montage a montage of supporters saying, I think Yeovil are going to finish wherever. I'm really looking forward to seeing X, Y, Z. We had a few famous voices join us as well along the way. And basically this year, we are opening up the montage. Last year, I kind of texted a few people, didn't think it would actually happen. It ended up happening. It was really quite good, even if I do say so myself. So this year, we're opening it up. I'm going to do the montage again. I'm going to find a bit of backing music, put it together. So now I need your help. Glover's cast listeners, we're looking for 20 second audio clips. I need you to say who you are, 
and what you are looking for this season long. So it could be, hello, my name is Joe Bloggs, a Yeovil fan for 20 years. I'm really looking forward to this season. I think we're definitely going to win the league by 25 points. And I really am looking forward to seeing Marcus, sorry, I mean, Alex Fisher score 15 <laughs> or 20 goals along the way. Best of luck to, to Chris Hargreaves and the gang. So if you want to be part of that montage, you can email a voice note, just record it on your phone, email it to ben at gloverscast.co.uk. You can find me on social media and slide in the old DMs. You can pop the voice note in there. If you are one of the lucky souls out there who happens to have my uh, WhatsApp details, you can fire me on WhatsApp as well, and I will put it all together. I need them before August the 1st so that we can put it into the big season preview uh, at the sort of end of that week. So August the 1st, audio clips, 20 seconds, 30 seconds absolute maximum. We'll approach a few people and make sure we get a few in. But if you want to send yours in, you can do so. And uh, yeah, you might be featured in the podcast in a little montage bit. Thank you. Now return to your regular scheduled programming. <laughs> I, I, I want to cut in. You know, um, seen the movie Team America? I'm kind of asking Dave just more than Ben, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, there's that. We need a montage. If you're going to storm Kim Jong-il's palace single-handed, we have to make you a complete soldier in very little time. How are we going to do that? I think I know just what we need. I was distracted whilst Ben was saying that by a video on Facebook of an absolutely enormous oh, bull. Yeah. It's good to, good to know yeah. we've got your attention, Dave. <laughs> yeah. um, I was I was just actually looking on social media to see how many goals Ruben Reed had scored for West um, Western in the uh, uh, in, in pre-season, but it appears, it appears Dave, none. Yep. Make like Elsa and let it go. That's, that's, I'll, that's I'll Ben's swim. Ben's movie reference for the night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. That's the contrast of, uh, of make like Elsa and let it go. Just right. uh, just for reference, the best Trey Parker and Matt Stone movie of all time is, of course, Basketball. So, okay. If, you, if you've never seen Basketball, very very funny. There you go. That's about that's genuinely the extent of my movie knowledge is okay. Basketball. Right. First of August, let's do some questions. Okay. I'm on holiday, actually. Um, Again. <laughs> I got a cheeky little camping trip next weekend. And then actual holiday. To, well, it's, it's actual holiday. Wait, is this a question? Sorry. No, first no, sorry. Right, yeah, okay, no, first of August is when you've got to get your voice note to Ben. Look. Oh, right. So, yeah. You was, were busy just, watching balls or something. I was just... <laughs> 
Be careful how you say that. Yeah, B U double L S. This thing's enormous. It's like Jesus Christ. Said. Like some <laughs> enormous bulk. No, no, no. On steroids. Enormous bulk on steroids. <laughs> Shrink, don't they? You wouldn't want to inject, would you? <laughs> right. right. Uh, questions. questions. <laughs> do you want to see? It? Do you want to do the questions, Dave, or do you want me to ask the questions? Oh, well, I've, got them. Gonna, I've got them. I've got them. I've got them. Because if I look at my phone again, I'm just going to get distracted. So go on, you do them. I've got. Okay. <laughs> well, even if you don't look on your phone, maybe yeah. you'd need to do them so that you're looking at your phone and don't get distracted. Um, no. Right. It's like a school um, teacher, isn't he? <laughs> like a school teacher. Dan Johnson, what do you think of the back five we seem to have adopted? I feel with Staunton at centre-back, we lose some strength in midfield. Ian, you're the only one of us who's qualified enough to answer that. I don't know. You can... You know what Josh Staunton's like in midfield and... I, I mean, I would agree. I, I mean, I think, well, uh, obviously Ben's going to say that Josh Daunton is a, uh, you know, is a great player, uh, regardless of uh, where he plays. But I, I would say that when I've seen Josh Daunton playing uh, in midfield, I think I, I do prefer him there to in um, in defence. And that's nothing about his defensive qualities. I think he offers a bit more going forward as well. And, and he can't really do that when he's playing the centre of defence. But Equally, he's, he's he's a good player wherever he plays, so I'm I'm not overly worried about the fact of him playing the back, and it's good to have the option that you can bring him forward there. So I wouldn't have an issue with it if we started out that way. I I I kind of agree. I think I'd prefer to see him more in midfield, but um, if he is in if he is in the back line, I think it makes Lawson Diaz's availability more important at this stage with the squad that we currently have, unless there's a rabbit up the sleeve somewhere. Um, that's just my opinion based on what we saw last season. Things may have changed. Formations may have changed. Maybe this Perry is is going to be everything that Staunton was last year in midfield as well. And if we've got both, even better. But yeah, um, based on what I saw last season, I would prefer him in midfield. I would. But I, I'm quite happy to trust the manager on what he's seen so far. Yeah, I think it's hard to it's hard to judge, isn't it? Because we've only got that comparison of yeah. a Darren Sile team compared to what we've got now. So... Who knows? It may quickly change if it all falls to pieces on the first game of the season. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and another one from Dan Johnson. Who do we realistically think we could slash should sign? As in, what, as in Drylist or as in uh, Bailey Cargill? Not, no specifics. Okay. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo? No one else wants him, do they? <laughs> he doesn't want to be at Man yeah. United. Wasn't he training with Sheffield United the other day? Did I see that? No. <laughs> no, 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 in a nope. fitness kind of way. I'm sure he was. Nope. I'm sure I saw nope. Cristiano Ronaldo was training with Sheffield United. Nope. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up and I'm going to prove you wrong. Here we go. Live. A live reaction here. Go on, Ben. Answer the question. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I don't He's really looking know. it up. Yeah, I'm kind. Of, I am looking at some names. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I think, I think I would like another centre back, um, because the uh, having the three in the middle. If one drops, you either change tactically. If you get a suspension or an injury, you have to either change tactically and go to a four because you haven't got any spare centre backs, or you're putting pressure on the three all the time. So you need you need a fourth centre back. So I, I, I haven't actually got a name to put to it at the moment, but 
I, I would be going out and hoping that maybe we can go out and get a maybe a lone centre back somewhere that can that can come in and 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 help in that department. Apologies, I don't have a name to hand, but a centre back would be nice, please. I will endeavour to find a name. It, it, it appears that Cristiano Ronaldo was training in the same complex in Lisbon where Sheffield United were also training. Um, but yeah, that says so not quite training with Sheffield United, but that's the way the daily hey, start. It's a key word dream, isn't it? It's an SEO dream. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, uh, the daily star got me there. I have, uh, I have won up their <laughs> analytics there. So yeah, it does include the line. The report continues to state Sheffield United didn't ask Ronaldo if he wanted to join him with a kickabout. So yeah, there you go. So nobody's asked. You don't ask, you don't get, do you? <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Needing some more in centre back. Um, like I said, if Lawson's injury, depending on what the injury is with Lawson DF, might need an extra, extra in midfield. Um, and the same with sort of those wing back positions. If you know, might need someone else to cover that, but. Again, it's hard to know. We might, you know, when we, the last couple of seasons, we played the first games and then signed more after, haven't we? It, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. And, and we, as we know, National League seasons are really long. <laughs> yeah. Really long. So I think, I think what, what we should, as Yeovil fans, stop doing is focusing on August the 6th as to be our finishing point. It's not at all. We don't have to be have a full squad of 22 by August the 6th. It's not like we are, no transfer window slammed shut for us. We can continue. Uh, football league teams will have players that they've earmarked to go out on loan, but the guy that's in front of them, you know, the second choice right back is just got a little niggle, just needs a third choice right back to hang around for an extra few weeks. But once the second choice right back's fine, the third choice right back can go back out, things like that. Things, you know, need to, to fall into place. And I've, I've, a lot of people have, have been concerned about the numbers. It doesn't matter that August the 6th comes around. We've got 11 and a bench for August the 6th. If on the 7th we sign someone else, 8th, 10th, two weeks later, three weeks later, we add with bits and pieces, fine. So that's one thing I think we, we all need to, me very much included, need to just bear in mind. There we go. Uh, Debs Curtis, how many of the trialist family do we normally end up signing each season or is Troy Johnson the first for a while can you remember another one I've got three in my mind go on Lawson Diaz was a trialist when he joined us permanently came in, came in to prove his fitness I believe um, Gavin Tomlin was a trialist I remember him well, pre-season and, trialist was he yeah yeah we had like I'm sure we had like a bunch from from the London non-league ranks that all came at once and they all just kind of disappeared one after the other and then no one forgot to tell Gavin Tomlin to go home so we hung around um he was all right he was all right he was he was absolutely all right he was all right um and it's better than anything we got now I would say probably we were in league one yeah okay uh and um Brian Seeger was a trialist I remember I seem to remember and this might be a Chris Hargreaves link here just to earmark this in, I seem to remember he was on trial with us and Bristol Rovers at the time when Chris Hargreaves would have been there. 
I think. And he chose. We signed him from Southampton. We did. We signed him from Southampton. He he was he was going to leave Southampton. Maybe I'm making this up. He was going <laughs> to leave Southampton, and Southampton said you can go and try somewhere else. So he tried with us, Bristol Rovers, maybe someone else. And then I seem to remember maybe the Bristol newspapers, I don't know, said he's not for us. Let, he's going over. He's leaning heavily on the word maybe this sentence. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Google it. I'm sure Ryan Seager was a trialist. Hang on. Okay. I've got two. One of them is not pre-season. Kevin Gould was on trial. And Pablo Bastianini, who we signed off the back of one game on trial, I think, when we played West Ham in a pre-season friendly. And I think he did a couple of back heels and that was enough for Gary to splurge 250k on him, wasn't it? I think was the rumoured number. And we also, had to sign, we also had to sign his mate Luciano Alvarez. Mm. Bit like a football manager signing where you have to sign someone of the same nationality so that the other one acclimatises. I think Alvarez was better though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was exactly what it was, wasn't it? Didn't he? Was it told us that, that uh, about Luciano Alvarez, that he was there to be a translator originally? But Yeah, Pablo, that was a fail. Yeah, it's fun while it lasted. Um, uh, Ryan Seager has joined Yeovil Town after being released by the Saints and claims he has a point to prove. Seager graduated, uh, spending time on trial at League One outfit Bristol Rovers earlier this month. However, Bristol Rovers coach Chris Rod- uh, Chris Hargreaves, Rodriguez, uh, Chris Hargreaves said that he uh, played down his chances of signing. Yeovil boss Darren Way said the opportunity to bring in a player born and bred in Yeovil was one that couldn't be missed. Well, yeah. he's, now he's going to be banging him in for Dorking Wanderers against us next season. Um, yeah, those are the only ones I can think of. Certainly last year, we didn't get any off the back of trials, did we? No, Harlan and Bayer. No. Good night, sweet prince. Um, <laughs> uh, Paddy, the OG, who are oh, the wait. best? Congratulations, Paddy. He listened to oh, the yeah. last podcast whilst, <laughs> yeah. his, whilst his newborn child was arriving in the world. There you go. <laughs> well done, Paddy. That's uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> who is it who replied about, someone replied about, has anyone <laughs> ever conceived uh, <laughs> listening to the Glover's cast? I'm going to say, I we should put really hope here. not. This, this, this yeah. podcast does not help your performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a disclaimer on this, I think. <laughs> it does help uh, write theses, though. Yes, it does. Yeah, Matt, Matt, bitch, you got he's done, didn't he? Yeah, yeah listening to the podcast. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Paddy, congratulations. Yeah. Um, don't tell us when else you listen to the podcast. Who yeah. <laughs> are the best players ever, ever, that we have signed following preseason trials? So this is kind of off the back of what we've just been talking about, really. I mean, Gawley, again, not pre-season, but Gawley did all right after a trial. Stano, did Adam Stanisville come on trial before we signed him? No, I think he, he, he um, didn't Gary tell us that he just went down and watched him play for Elmore and then... And then took a punt. Against our, against our reserves, Andy Lindegaard said when I chatted him prior to the um, uh, Legends game, he said that basically he gave him the run around for 90 minutes and he played in that game and then Gary said... We're signing him off the back of it. 
So what were the ones you said again? I said I was I wasn't looking at a picture of Bull again, <laughs> I promise. But yeah, Gavin Tomlin seems all right, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not Kevin Gore though. No, but Kevin Gore wasn't pre-season, was he? No, no. Yeah. All right. I think Pablo, as much as it was a total failure, surely he is our most iconic trialist nah, yeah. that we've ever signed based off of a trial. He's not our best player. Definitely but, not our best player, no. But he's the when you think of, oh, we signed him after a trial, I just always think of Pablo. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> lots of trial questions here, boys. Uh, Robin Batchelor, um, do you have a favourite ex-trialist from previous years? I remember Achille, Achille, Achille Campion doing well and someone called Diara Timoko scoring a hat-trick against Bristol City. But He only scored one, Robin. It wasn't a hat-trick. He only scored one. Unfortunately, I can't go back into Space archives. Yeah, that's yeah. escaped us this summer, Robin. Maybe next summer. Um, Favourite trialists? Diara Tomoko. He was brilliant. I remember he uh, he played against Paul Town, I think, the game before. I think he might have got a hatch against them. But he was brilliant. And then he just disappeared off the face of the earth. He did score against um, uh, against Bristol City, as he says there. I think he scored one and we won one nil. But um, yeah, he was uh, he was one that I always wondered whatever whatever happened to the era Tomoko. If anybody knows, <laughs> let me know. What could have been? Yeah. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> ben, have you got a favourite trialist? Um, jeez, oh, Achilles Campion's a great shout because he went to um, he went on to Port Vale, I think. Yeah, I think he did go to Port Vale. You're right, yeah. And when, I mean, Donovan Wilson's gone on to do all right. Where, where did he end up the rest of the season? He was oh, yeah, he was at Sutton, wasn't he? Yeah, he's done all right. He, he went to Bath, didn't he, to start with, and then he went to Sutton after that. Yeah, was, yeah, was he an official trialist? Did he play think, for us? Does that I count? Tr- I don't think he played, did he? I think he was he was training with us, wasn't he? What about Andrew Barrow, um, um, Thingy Barrowman's nephew, John Barrowman? John Barrowman's nephew might have been actually Andrew. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I'm looking to see. Did Andre Stolchus come on trial before we signed him? Hmm. Don't think so. Wasn't he one that Gary knew? He might have come, come and joined in training or something, but I'm not sure he was actually ever officially on a trial. Mm, yeah, upon his arrival, this is on come from the Glovers cast written by David Coates. Oh, well, upon his arrival, that. Johnson spoke to Stolters about joining to build up his fitness as he looked for a move. But yeah. within three days, he made his debut in a 1-0 home win. Uh, Swansea City. Yeah. So you want a trial? Well, it sounds like the he came on trial to build up his fitness to That's try and a find trial, a, though, is it? That's find a club. The listeners can decide if that was a trial or not. Was Miles Hippolyte a trialist? Yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, see, that would be a good shout. He was all right, wasn't he? Mm. All right. Any more non-trial-related questions? Uh, Robin Batchelor. <laughs> <laughs> Happy with that joke, Ben, or not? 
I missed it. What? <laughs> Dave said he feel feels like, like he's on Charlie. Oh, I see. Um, Robin Bachelor, which other teams do you think have made good signings? He says singings, but I think he means signings, and will be challenging <laughs> challenging us this year. <laughs> like we've got it in the bag. I think Notts County will be up there as they've signed two quality strikers from Gateshead, but mm-hmm. it feels like it could be a more open division this year. Quality strikers from Gateshead. <laughs> That's <laughs> Didn't they like score like forty-five goals between them last season in the north? In national league north, yeah, yeah I'm they sure might have they done. Yeah. And Gateshead basically haven't been able to replace them at all. It's, it's a very good chat, actually. Um, I don't hate the business that Eastley have done. Signed Tristan Abrahams, who scored a few at Carlisle last year. Uh, Mag Homer, and did they get somebody from Oldham? Somebody, uh, but yeah, I don't hate the deals that they've done. I was having a look. Um, uh, Wilson, we should mention the only other bit of sort of kind of Yeovilly news came out this week is that uh, Olamola has gone to Wilson, but uh, they've also signed uh, Lewis Kinsella, who I thought was good for older shot, and Max Kretschmar, who I thought was a standout player at Woking next season. So Wilson uh, clearly uh, attracting a few people who, who want to stay or, or move part time. So I think they could be interesting, especially early on. Um, interesting having... fellas gone there then, isn't it? If they're part time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon he? I reckon he's fit enough anymore. Mm, Possibly either, either that, or he's, he fancies going and being a small fish in a big pond, and has plans to disappear again in January. Do you mean a big fish in a small pond? All that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, I was reading uh, this month's edition of When Saturday Comes landed on my doormat yesterday and they've got their season preview and in the uh, National League season preview um, the author Julian McDougall um, he sees (laughs) um, he sees Eastleigh struggling again uh, Dorking Wanderers going back down and older shots sorry Dave except for another struggle in his views Um, yeah um, I will also throw in now that I have very much got York City getting into the playoffs. Gee. Yeah. Why have they brought him? Uh, just like they've obviously released a bunch when they went back up to this year, the team that got him up and then they've replaced with really good players. Lanell John Lewis has gone there. Um, Scott Bowden from Boreham Wood. Ethan Ross, goalie from Stockport, who I thought was good at Weymouth a couple of years back. He's gone there. They've... Um, They've got good loans in, a couple from Forest and a couple of signings from, from Chesterfield and stuff. I think uh, I think they've signed pretty well. York, I think they get in around the playoffs. There you go. There's my very early big call. I know John Lewis is a donkey, though. I wouldn't, pay, I wouldn't get too excited about him. No, good name, but... Um... I think I think if um, Shimanga comes back uh, the same way he left off, then Chesterfield mm. are going to be a force again. Especially if Paul Cooks left his stamp on the team and you know made it his own after all the kerfuffle with James Rowe. James Rowe? Yeah. James Rowe, yeah. Yeah. I mean Wrexham have signed uh, uh, few but quality, haven't they? They signed uh, one of Rob Elliot. Lee's kids, wasn't it? Elliot Lee from Lewis. Elliot Lee, yeah. Which is a be a good signing for him, I think. And, and they James, signed James Tonicliffe as well. Yeah, yeah, from Crawley. It's like, it was like Crawley's best defender in yeah, the I, team. I mean, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. 
Goodness me. But I mean, in terms of people who've, who've signed players, Robin, I don't think we can look past Woking, can we? So. No, he couldn't help us <laughs> did, um, did Wrexham sign Tannercliffe from Crawley using like monkey coins or like some weird cryptocurrency where they only accept they only accept stupid money like monkey coins what 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 are monkey coins i don't know some weird crypto thing oh right okay right right i thought they've got all that they got they're charging like 450 quid for like a gif aren't they but if you buy the gif you get a physical redemption of a football shirt oh why don't you buy a football shirt yeah, well, that, that's the point, Dave. Yeah, that's the point, mate. Yeah, I'm uh, glad I got it. <laughs> James Drew, if you won the Euro Millions, firstly, would you buy Yeovil or just buy shares? And if so, the first thing you would change slash do with that money? Well, if I was buying it, first thing I'd do is be owner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't be such a pedant, Dave. As owner, what is the first thing you're going to do? Build a bar, build a bar, build a bar and put the Hall of Fame in there, the Ben Barrett Hall of Fame and uh, a skit lally. That's it. That's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's first days in office. Yeah, exactly. Ben Barrett Hall of Fame, build a bar, build a bar, build a bar and <laughs> skit a skit lally. lally. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's what's going in there. Ben, what's your first day in office look like? Wait, he's stolen, my, he's stolen all my work on my first day. I'm just going to put my feet up whilst he puts yeah. a skit lally in and a dartboard. <laughs> Yeah. And the Ben Barrett Hall of Fame. It's not named after me. Let's let's get that straight for a start. Um, I've yeah, I, it's it's those things, isn't it? It is very obvious. But yes, and I, I would buy the club outright. I think, but I would just be, I would just be owner. I would have other people scurrying about doing. The I think you should be in charge of player recruitment. Uh, I, I would. But Bailey Cargill over the line at last. <laughs> or what is it? You and Pollock. You, you and Pollock. Yeah. Get the deal done. Deadly tour. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ian? What would you do? I'd put a roof on the away end. Mm. Why? Let him get wet. Nah, it makes it feel like a proper football ground. Um, what else would I do? In- new sound system, new speakers. Yeah. <laughs> Clean the cobwebs off the seats, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Build a second tier. On oh. the Thatcher's, not on the Thatcher's, on the screw fix stand. So that Second we've got, tier. yeah, so that we've got one massive stand like Woking. Yeah. We've got one Premier League stand. <laughs> that we don't fill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I do it on the other side because then that'll mean. TV if, cameras look at it. Yeah. Yeah. But also it means on the pre season evening games or the early summer, late summer evening games when the sun comes down that stand will stop everyone getting blinded in the Screwfix yeah. stand. So everyone who sits in the Screwfix stand will know that when I buy the club, they won't get the sun in their eyes in a couple of matches in the I'm summer. I'm going to say, that is that is more of a manifesto than I've heard from any owner in a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> and if you actually do it as well, that will be quite a novelty as well, won't it? It will. I mean, I'm not buying lottery tickets, so... No. <laughs> so don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. I have been, but yeah, unfortunately. Another broken promise. I am not the mystery 100, was it? Someone win 200 million the other night on the Euro Millions? No. Yeah. I bought a Euro Millions ticket there for that the, in midweek. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me and I just don't know it. Yeah, maybe. I need to check my ticket. 
Oh, Where'd you get? You've got a big gold chain on all of a sudden. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake Gallagher, how many players are we short of a full squad and what areas do we need to strengthen? And don't just say them all. Them all. Um, well, I do, do some maths. Um, I think we are four players short. Uh, central defender. I'd like a another right-sided player um, so that Kiori Johnson doesn't have to play 50 games. Um, Chiori. <clears throat> sorry, Chiori. Um, Need something else up front? Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, th- I think there's space for like a a young low knee uh-huh. up front. Someone who can come off the bench at nil-nil and just sprint around old aging defenders and uh yeah give them hell i think there's a space for one of those um midfield doesn't feel too bad does it when you look at the players yeah it doesn't feel too bad but if diaz has got an injury record if staunton's in midfield and um matt worthington picks up some yellow cards i think i think maybe there's an extra midfielder in there um especially if 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 we get another midfielder in there, it might allow Toby Stevens to have a bit of a loan somewhere to go to Taunton and go and have a month in the South, in the Conference South, something like that. So, um, yeah, a central defender, an extra right-sider, a young striker on loan, and someone for a bit of depth in midfield. Four more for me. Any more? Yeah, yeah I, think, with that. I think we need... Um, what we could do with is, like, those hybrid defenders... A bit like Bradbury, how Bradbury could play centre-back and left-back. You want those type of players who can play more than one position. Yeah. Um, like A bit like probably if we signed a, another centre-back, Morgan Williams can play right wing-back. If, you know, if Jory Johnson can't play or whatever, you know, there's, there's that type of situation, I think. But yeah, I think four or five feels like a... Morgan Williams playing at a wing-back? Yeah, he played really? wing back. He played wing back at the end of last season. Yeah. <laughs> he played right wing back against was our last home game. Yeah. Um, did he, how, how well did he play? He created more chances than anyone else. <laughs> Him and Jack Robinson. Him and Jack yeah. Robinson were our best players. Yeah. I think it might have been Wildstone. Was it Wildstone yeah. our last? Yeah, and what was the score in that game against Wildstone? Wasn't it a goalless? Soulless draw. <laughs> I think so. I think it oh, was. Okay. I yeah. mean, I didn't say he scored the chances. I said he created <laughs> chances. Oh. He was probably aiming at your mate Ruben. To be fair. Um, Let it right. go, Ian. No. Um, Rob Manley, based on the squad, former quiz champion Rob Manley. Sorry. Um, based on the squad as it stands today, is the sum total of its parts better or worse than the squad that finished last season? Better. Better. Oh, he's not going to be happy with that. Does he not? Does he not? Th- does he think it's worse? <laughs> I, I I, I'm not sure how anyone can look at a squad that's got Ruben Reed and Adi Yusuf in it and think that that this is worse than that. What yeah. doesn't it? What do, what don't you like? Rob man? Rob wants manly men in there. Manly men. He wants he wants Darren Soul characters right. added. Well, that's what he's after. Okay. Well, I, I, I want to see Rob Manley arm wrestling Malachi Linton and see who wins. And then and then he can see who the more manly person is. 
<laughs> That's what I want. It's in his name. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> more Barley then. <laughs> yeah. Well, win the lottery, Rob. That's all I'll say. And a question from the YTFC Heritage Society. Um, interesting fact of the day, since Yeovil's first match in October 1880 until May the 15th, 2022, their last match against Altrincham, there have been 1,667 recorded players that have played for the club. What Playing fast you... and loose with the word interesting there, isn't it? <laughs> but what would you like to see done with this information? Ben, that sounds like one for you. Why does it sound like one for me? Because sounds it's like some Ben's, kind of Ben's weird wall of fame. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wall of fame. Yeah, there I'm surprised. Go. I'm surprised it's that few. Mm-hmm. I thought Six, it was 1600 people. Yeah, but we were getting through 140 odd loanies a friggin' season at one point in the football <laughs> league. Um, I'm surprised that I'm surprised that that's low. Um, but I think it's nice that I, I'm surprised I, you think that's low. Yeah, it doesn't feel like when you think we were when you think we were a part time football club for most of our existence and probably. You know, but surely had... that lends to easier, higher player turnover being part time. What if you only have like 12 players in a squad? You know, yeah, so you, them... you call someone up and go, Have you got a mate that can play? You know, standard five aside stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's, I genuinely do think it's interesting. I know you don't, Dave. Um, but yes, I think that's interesting. And I think it's nice that, you know, if you do end up having a, a Hall of Fame, and maybe it is the first step to a Hall of Fame that people are recognized. For, for where they stand in, in history. And, you know, it'd be nice. You know, Terry Skiven will have his number and he'll have that point. Like, and I, I know we've had this question on the pod before, but if you think about England test match players and of cricket, of rugby, of internationals, they have a heritage number. England test match players have a number that's underneath their, um, underneath their badge. And yeah, I, it would be nice to think that there will be a number, there will be a number one. There'll be a hundred, there'll be a number of thousand. Players, Terry Skiven, you know, all these players will have their number and have their point in history. And yeah, I like it. So whoever's done the, the legwork for that deserves a, a pat on the back and good luck keeping up with it because we might get through a few more. Do you know that average is out? That's 142 years. Uh, that average is out at 11.7 players per year. Good maths. Have you taken yeah. out the war years though? I haven't taken out the war years. So it'll be so... a little smidge higher. Yeah, that's good though. It's good, good knowledge. Yeah. And that is um, thanks to Yeovil Town FC through the press and the before the internet page on Facebook. People should really join the group. Some amazing work being done to record the club's history. There you go. Lovely. Kudos, kudos, kudos. And I think that's us. That's us for this episode of the podcast. Until next week, when we sign five players, and we all get to talk about how brilliant those players are and if anyone goes to Plymouth or anyone is going to the Plymouth game wants to do a match report and yeah. some conclusions <laughs> take some pictures, and take some pictures of some trialists and even come on and chat to us I think Chris Fox might be going yeah Foxy come on down and with a quick turn skipper Alex Dock slams it in there's Lindergaard Making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.